0: Talk football. It's time to talk Dons. North Zone 1, Red Friday.
1: Yeah, for the first time in what feels like ages, it always does with international breaks, I guess. We're talking about football on the pitch again, and it's Scottish Cup action against Dumbarton tomorrow for the Dons in the early kickoff. Uh, Interim manager Paul Sheeran knows
2: that the hosts will be up for it. It's a brilliant opportunity for them to play against the. Uh, Premier League opposition to, to put their wits they've got some brilliant experience in their team right through their spine uh, McGeever, Neil obviously uh, Forbes Carswell come into that so they've, they've got good experience in their team and we're well aware of that we haven't played them last year and, and they made it difficult for us at Petrodri, uh, the 1-0 game last year so we're well aware of how they'll be set up and uh, how tough a game it's going to be but we've done all we can to prepare properly and
0: and hopefully that shows on Saturday. North Sound One, Red Friday.
1: This is Red Friday. I'm Mike. I'm joined in the studio by Andrew Shiny and Dave McDermott. Andrew, another exciting week for uh, for Don's fans with the appointment of former Forest Green, Airdrie, and Partick Thistle player Alan Russell, who also just ha- so happens to be the uh, England national uh, striker coach. Yeah, and was also a model
3: and had a part in River City, Uh, was a topless model who helped carry Christina Aguilera on stage at the MTV Awards in Edinburgh a few years back. So he's got a varied CV, shall we say, but uh, being serious and and looking at the the football side of things, I think it's an excellent appointment. We just need to get some strikers in now for
1: him to coach. (laughs) Well, there is that, of course, and uh, it is exciting from the perspective that that has been the real problem this season defensively. Things have been pretty good, Dave, but, but as goals go, there, been, there hasn't been an awful lot to shout
4: about. Well, certainly hasn't in, in recent weeks in particular. Um, hopefully that will change tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, as Andrew says, a great appointment to Alan Russell and uh, you know, hopefully, I'm sure there will be strikers in come uh, the start next season because, as we've said a few times, there's going to be quite a turnover of players as there always is, but I think even more so with the new manager, new management team, and new ideas. So uh, exciting times if you're a Dons fan.
1: Absolutely, and we uh, we did talk about a few of those rumours last week, but we're going to talk about the football because it is back to the back to the pitch, back to to the Scottish Cup as well, uh, Andrew, which is what something that we didn't know if we'd actually be saying uh, this season just even six weeks to two months ago we were not very sure if this would happen but here we are and it's good news for the the other clubs that maybe haven't had a chance to to play because they get the opportunity to play some of the top teams.
3: Yeah, um, as you say, uh, not too many weeks ago, we really didn't think the Scottish Cup was going to happen this season. So it's a, a real bonus uh, and a, a fill-up to the, to the whole Scottish game that um, we've got uh, teams from Barora to Stranraer well to play against each other but that geographical spread involved uh, in in the Cup everybody is going to go in tomorrow thinking or even from tonight uh, when the uh, El C- Kessico happens <laughs> uh, Ross County against Inverness Cali Thistle uh, from, from tonight right through till Monday night you're going to have clubs who will all fancy their chances of going all the way to Hamden uh, this season and you know, it could well be one of the most open cups. Uh, I think the odds are stacked a little bit against the lower sides. Um, take Dumbarton, for example. They played last Saturday, they played Tuesday, they played last night, and now they've got an early kick off tomorrow. That is a, a mighty tough schedule for a full time club, never mind a part time club who have just come back from uh, an enforced layoff of. 2-3 months uh, without any games so uh, the odds are stacked against the little clubs but because it's the cup, anything
1: can happen and
3: we saw that when Hearts went up to Brora
1: Well we did and we're going to talk about some of the other teams in the northeast and and further afield as well further north like Brora that are involved but of course for the Dons tomorrow Dumbarton, on paper it seems like a a, a surefire thing but we've seen before, even with Dumbarton it doesn't always go that way.
4: It doesn't always go that way, but as uh, we've just touched on, this will be their fourth game in eight days, and that coming after a layoff of uh, considerable length. So it's a big, big ask. And, and the games, the lost to Peterhead last Saturday, they lost last night to Airdrie, in between they got a decent draw at Falkirk 1-1. But uh, if ever there was a situation that is crying out for Aberdeen to end their, their gold route... It's, it's tomorrow because it's a real disadvantage. I mean, the Dons, by contrast, haven't played for a fortnight. And just talking about that opportunity there for goals, Andrew,
1: you would think that the players who do play, and particularly the strikers, forget Stephen Glass and Scott Brown, I would have thought Alan Russell's the, the man that the strikers would want to impress because, well, I imagine all of them, but particularly him because he's the one that's going to be looking and seeing, well, what have we got here? What, what could we play with next season? And who might remain?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be a a very interested onlooker. Whether he's at the game or not, I'm not sure. Uh, But uh, he will be keen to have a look and see the style of play. He obviously knows the style of play that Stephen Glass wants to... um, Imprint on the side. Uh, the two of them played together at Carolina Rail Hawks, a, a club that nobody had really heard of, but now all of a sudden it's, it's so pivotal in creating uh, the the way forward for Aberdeen Football Club. Um, but uh, yeah, Alan Russell will bring fresh ideas to, to all the strikers. I mean, he has been working with some of the top names in world football, never mind British football, uh, and. Uh, it will be a, an interesting one for likes of Bruce Anderson when he comes back from uh, his loan spell at Hamilton Accies. Uh, again, like we said last week, um, you know, it's it's fresh voices, it's fresh ideas, it's, um, fresh training schedules, uh, things to do in training, just to to freshen things up uh, and and make it that Aberdeen become a goal-scoring machine once again because the the quality is there. At the moment, it's just confidence is lacking. And that's why t- tomorrow maybe just suits Aberdeen perfectly. You're up against a part-time side who are going to be tired, there's no getting away from it if they've played three games in a week they're going to be tired, they're going to be missing Ross Forbes who picked up a red card last night, I watched the highlights of their game against Airdrie uh, and there a precious few highlights in the game it has to be said but the the red card was extremely soft, but that's an experienced man taken away from Jim Duffy's plans, Uh, so if we can just get an early goal, We've, we've said it what, the last 10 games? If we can just get an early goal. But you, you do get the impression that having had a, a break away from the rigours of, of playing league games, uh, they've had a, a couple of weeks to recharge their batteries, those that weren't away in international duty. And take Niall McGinn, for example. He's going to come back from international duty absolutely buzzing because he scored a fantastic yeah. goal against the United States uh, last weekend. He'll be bursting a gut to get into that team tomorrow and to show that he can do in red what he did the other night in
1: green and white yeah it's going to be very interesting we're going to talk more about that in a minute as well as that this week of course we had the Don's chairman Dave Cormack's Q&A and speaking to Red TV he gave us an indication as to when Stephen Glass will be in place as Don's manager
4: it looks like right now because of the quarantine and he has to quarantine for 10 days 11 nights it looks like he will obviously miss the game against Dumbarton and it looks like um, he'll miss the St Johnston game but he'll be hopefully um, there at the beginning of that week
1: Also this week Scott Brown was asked about how he made the decision to join the Dons and he said that he wasn't willing to hang around to wait and
5: see who Celtic would appoint I got offered another year at Celtic so it was playing <laughs> it was a hard situation now because It would have to be sit and wait to the end of the season see who comes in and for me to have that fresh start with somebody that I know I trust and I respect fully and maybe sitting in in a Celtic to the end of the season not sure what to do or who's coming in I think that kind of played on my mind as well but uh, as I say it's going to be a sad time when I do leave but it's been fantastic as well I've enjoyed every single moment of it and winning trophies winning games playing in front of some fantastic fans as well I can't just go in there and run a dressing room and be the guy where I still believe that I can play football. Aberdeen offered me a two-year deal and it was an, an offer that I couldn't turn down. Yeah, we'll start backwards with Scott
1: Brown there, Dave. And obviously we've, we've talked a lot about Scott Brown, well, we talked a lot last week about that appointment and it is... Interesting because we've still got so much of the season to play, particularly the Scottish Cup because it's such an important thing for both Celtic and Aberdeen you have to say, and of course he's one hundred percent committed to Celtic at this time
4: yeah and uh, it will be interesting if Celtic and Aberdeen get paired together in the Scottish Cup because it gives Celtic John Kennedy or whoever has replaced him if by then a decision to make because they all everybody knows he's coming to Aberdeen what what did he do I mean I think, though, Scott Brown, if he's wearing green and white, he'll give 110% for, for Celtic. Once he starts with the Dons, he'll give 110% for Aberdeens. But, uh, no, it's, there is a fair, fair bit. And the uh, Aberdeen fans will be watching how Scott Brown's Celtic career... Comes you know in the last few games of his Celtic career, uh, they'll be watching a lot closer than normal.
1: Yeah, and of course that is one of the reasons that Stephen Glass has taken him to the club. I forget the coaching role as well as that; it's, he's a player first and foremost. He's he's 35. He's still got a good couple of seasons at least. You would think, given the type of player that he is uh, and how fit he is as well. And um, you know that's the kind of player that. Aberdeen, they want to see him give one hundred percent for Celtic because that shows his character.
3: Well, I mean, you wouldn't expect anything less from him, would you? Um, I, it, it's it's a strange situation Celtic have got themselves into, isn't it? I mean, yeah, much there's, so. there's there's their captain, captain for the last decade and a bit, and there he is. He's saying, "Well, do I sit and wait to see what's going to happen? No." I've decided I've got to look after myself first. They have missed a trick big time because I think it's it's generally accepted that in the fullness of time, Scott Brown will become a, a Celtic manager. But the fact that he goes to another club, that might just dilute his passion for Celtic. And who knows how things pan out. Uh, he could end up being a manager at Aberdeen. Uh, I, I really think um, Celtic are... are a bit of a mess, to be honest. I mean, we're hearing that Eddie Howe is being strongly tipped to be the new manager. Eddie Howe's been out of the game. Why was it not done ages ago? It as is- soon as Neil Lennon was going to be leaving, get Eddie Howe in there. Eddie Howe could have persuaded Scott Brown to stay at Celtic.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's that that's the similarities there in terms of the dismissals that both Celtic and Aberdeen had of... of- respective managers there are similarities there but that's kind of where it ends and we know we've talked a lot about the Aberdeen situation but you have to wonder why uh, why Dave that Celtic haven't made that appointment already particularly when you've got players out of contract and you're coming off the back of this poor season after so many very very well, well, phenomenal seasons essentially
4: yeah I mean the Celtic situation they're a bit rudderless at the moment because not only are they losing their captain, uh, Peter Lowell is retiring, and uh, Dom- Dom- Dominic Mackay isn't going to be there until 1st of 4- July, I think July, is yeah. So, you know, the SRU aren't willing to release him from his contract early. So it's really who's calling the shots right at this time. But, you know, Andrew's right. Eddie Howe has been jobless for since last August. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's... They've missed a few tricks, to be honest. Yeah, it's a bit, not it's, just
1: Scott Brown. It's, it is interesting, and and you know, back to the Scottish Cup, we we know how important it is for Aberdeen now because you're looking at the the was it 31 years since Aberdeen won the Scottish Cup, which is far far too long for for any club um, in the top league, but particularly Aberdeen. And you look at it and you think. I think, for me, it's almost a benefit that this is all going to happen in such a short time, this cup run. It's not spread over either. You've not got distractions from really very much else. The league, for me, I think fourth is most realistic uh, and and get that secured and then third's a bonus if that happens, but realistically fourth. But it's all about the cup now, so surely that's a good thing.
3: Yeah, throw all your eggs into the the cup basket. Um, Keep your fingers crossed that the the draw is kind to you. um, But Aberdeen certainly will be one of the clubs who are going into this weekend with visions of picking up the trophy at the end of the season. So, uh, yeah, it's it's come at a good time. It's a bonus, as we say, that it's happening at all. There's this massive prize, not just winning the Cup, but getting into the the playoff round ahead of the group stages of the Europa League. So, you know, throw everything at it. And uh, who knows if we can find... Our way to the back of the net more than once tomorrow, it could just kickstart a really good finish to the season because there's so much incentive there for all the players, for, for everyone because there's a new manager, a new assistant manager, a new striker coach there's a, a, a whole new brave new world ahead for Aberdeen Football Club and if you're a professional, you want to be part of that. Yeah. So it's, the Cup is giving you the opportunity to go and stake a claim for, for playing your part in, in this future that we all hope will bring success to Aberdeen.
1: And it all starts tomorrow, 12.15. Kick-off is Dumbarton against the Dons. We're going to talk more about that. We're also going to hear from former Don Lee Mayer and much more. And we're going to take a look at uh, the other games as well in the Cup tomorrow. That's all next. <laughs>
0: To talk football, it's time to talk Dons. North Zone 1, Red Friday.
1: Scottish Cup action tomorrow, Dumbarton against the Dons is the early kickoff 1215. Our fan reporter Graham Watt caught up with former Don Lee Mayer to get his thoughts on whether Dons fans should be excited
2: about the managerial appointments. I think the whole of Scottish football is excited to see how this goes because obviously you've got Stephen Glass coming back to his old club. You've got Scott Brown, who's been the winning captain of Celtic for the last nine years, winning trophies. And you've obviously got Alan Russell, who's been working with top strikers in uh, world football. So um, I think everyone is excited, um, especially Aberdeen fans. So I think it's, yeah, it's uh, big, big appointments from from the board. And um, hopefully they can go off to a flyer. Hopefully they can get some new signings in. But yeah, it definitely seems to be exciting times ahead for Aberdeen.
0: North Sign 1, Red Friday.
2: We always
1: talk about the opening goal being so important for Aberdeen and in every game, pretty much, Dave. But I guess tomorrow the thing is that not only the opening goal, but it's ideally going out and, and playing with maybe less of the, the hangover that we've seen over the last sort of 8, nine, ten games. Um, and maybe that will come because decisions have been made.
4: Yeah, perhaps. Um, but the opening goal is so important. The longer it goes on, 0-0, nil, nil, the more the nerves are going to start kicking in, particularly as there has to be a result tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But again, if you, you do feel if if it were to go to extra time, the Dumbarton players would be out in their feet. So you know, <laughs> personally, I don't think yeah, it, I don't true. think it will. No. Um, I think we'll have too too much for them. Just if for nothing else, they're also. Playing next Tuesday and Thursday again, yeah. so the games are coming out every two, three days for them. Yeah. And as I say that, that, the fact that they also had a, a layoff of uh, several weeks before that just makes it very, very difficult. So, but yeah, you'd, you'd hope that get the early goal and start playing with a bit of confidence and like buses, you do feel if we get one, more will come along. Yeah, and
1: there'll be players there tomorrow that will look at this and you mentioned now again as a good example Andrew, but there's going to be players throughout the squad who are looking at this and some of them will say well, my contract's up soon, this could be my last chance if I want to stay. Others will go well actually, new management coming in I've not really been on it, the- they'll know them- players know themselves if they've not been in the best of form, they'll look at it and go well I, I need to sort, of sort out what I'm doing here and, and it starts tomorrow.
3: Yeah, I mean th- when it comes down to it you're playing for yourself first then your club Uh, so yeah everybody's just got to knuckle down and I I think the tempo of the game Aberdeen have got to set that at a high level from the word go get right in uh, Dumbarton players' faces give them no time in the ball because as Dave said, they've played, been playing so many games. There's going to be not just a, a physical fatigue, but a mental fatigue there as well. And to be honest, I think given their league position, Jim Duffy would probably sacrifice losing in the cup tomorrow if you could say to him, right, you're going to win two or three of your next few league games just to maintain your position. So uh, I think everything is weighted in Aberdeen's favour, but you've got to take advantage of those factors and, as I say, start the game quickly, get an early goal, and Let's hope that just takes the shackles off and we see
1: players showing the form that we know that they're capable of. They're they're not bad players. But we saw in at the start of the season. I mean, it started off... It couldn't have started much better when we finally got going.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking back to when we did hit the back of the net with a bit of regularity. Runovic, They were a a side probably similar to Dumbarton. Um, You know, Dumbarton,
4: I can't see them
3: going hell for leather from the word go tomorrow. No. Because they they could get seriously damaged by Aberdeen.
4: Well, and also, yeah. you know, their league position is perilously low that in does, the League One mm-hmm. you know, they were a championship side. Yeah, not too and boring. so, you know, to go down to League Two if for, for De martin would be an absolute disaster yeah and yeah. a few levels and jim duffy's a c- kind of manager he's got
1: the experience he's going to know if you go out there and, and and go for it there's every chance that you could be in the end of a, a disastrous result and it's confidence as well you don't want your players to have a an eight nil or a seven one against you
3: no um i mean looking at their form this season they've played 18 games they've only won four um they've drawn three they've lost 11 they've only scored 12 goals it doesn't suggest it's going to be an absolute (laughs) Absolute goal fest tomorrow. Certainly not from Dumbarton. And looking at Aberdeen's recent form, not from them either. But I do think that the gulf in class between the two sides will be shown and Aberdeen will win the game comfortably. But it would be nice to think that we could. Start seeing some of the, the the nice football that we saw, and I mean that Runevick game that I mentioned. It took us a long time; it was about thirty-seven minutes, wasn't it, before we, we scored the first goal. We ended up scoring six and played some really good football. Mm. That could be the, and that was the catalyst for a good spell at the start of the season. Yeah,
4: and, and as I've mentioned before, we were actually on the show waxing lyrical at that yeah, time about how well Aberdeen it was, uh, so much of an improvement from the, the previous season, and. Uh, you know, the garden was rosy, full stop.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, injuries came in, key men yes. went o- out of form. So, tomorrow, we just hope it's going to be the catalyst for getting back to better
1: days. Well, it's certainly true that football is a funny game, it can change very quickly. And uh, let's get the thoughts now of our fan reporter, Graham Watt, on the game tomorrow.
5: Yeah, looking forward to it, Mike. It's been a while since we've seen the Dons in action. You know, the players now know who will be in the dugout next season So they've got a job to do, they've got to impress If they want to remain Aberdeen players next season You know, they're going to have to come out and show why they should be here They know who will be in the dugout next season As, as I say, Stephen Glass, Scott Brown and Alan Russell um, I think last night the, the signing of Alan Russell is a, an exciting one for the fans um, You know, he's, he's England's coach, attacking coach He'll bring to the club what we've been missing and that is goals so um, you know he's working with Alexa Rashford you know hurricanes and stuff so it's exciting for the Aberdeen fans I think they can really be optimistic for next season but we still have a job to do this season we have to secure fourth I I think third's gone I I don't see us catching heads I think that's gone so secure fourth keep European football and try and do as well as we can in the Scottish Cup Um, it will be difficult as I say but hopefully the players get a wee bounce knowing who will be in the dugout next season and as I say they've got to impress if they want to be here Mike so um, I think they will tomorrow Dumbarton won't make it easy Um, but if there's a chance to go out and get some goals Mike it's this tomorrow you're playing a lower league side even though it is a Scottish Cup tie and you know we never know what to expect from an Aberdeen team over the years when it comes to Scottish Cup ties but I think under Derek we we were fine most of the time so Here's hoping to go out and get a a few goals tomorrow, Mike, and we can build on that and move forward. Yeah,
1: Graham kind of thinking along the lines that we are, but he did mention that line. I think it's worth picking up on it, Andrew, that you never know what to expect from a Scottish Scottish Cup performance from the Dons because we have been here before. We have um, It's a long time ago though Since um,
3: <laughs> we were in the wrong end of a, a real surprise But you know th- This is the third time we've played Dumbarton In comparatively recent years And the two previous games Very very tight Adam Rooney scored with a header uh, To win a uh, game 1-0 I think that was 2014 And then uh, and Indeed I think that was the week before We won the the League Cup uh, When we beat Dumbarton it was and, uh, and then the 85th minute penalty from uh, Sam Cosgrove yeah. was all that separated the sides last year. So, And that was
1: really... I mean, I, that was a, such a frustrating game just because you just felt... That the, the goal, you, At one point, I think by the 80th minute, you thought, it's not going to come, it's not going to happen. Well, you
3: thought that what we've just been talking about, you know, the mm-hmm. potential upset was was there with Aberdeen's name writ large and the awful headlines <laughs> the, the next morning. But uh, we, we got through... I, I think things, as I've said, you know, everything is weighted against Dumbarton tomorrow um, but you've got to go out there and do the job do it professionally and perhaps Dumbarton are looking at it and saying hey we couldn't get Aberdeen at a better time they just can't buy a goal Um it's going to be an interesting one, but I'm I'm confident that Aberdeen can do the job.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, we'll both go on to talk about some of the other games in the Scottish Cup in just a moment, Dave, but uh, any more thoughts on the game tomorrow? Is there anything that concerns you from, I mean, obviously not getting that early goal is, is probably the key. Uh, it's probably the one thing we don't want. We do want that early goal, but is there anything else that concerns you about the game tomorrow, uh, given the stats?
4: No, I don't think so. I mean, the Barton made six changes last night to the team that played in and Tuesday, and more. It, f- it feels so short. Saying last night when we're talking about a game at twelve fifteen tomorrow, yeah. and I'm I'm sure they'll they'll freshen up again um, because they've got a very small squad. And as Andrew uh, mentioned, Dave uh, Forbes is going to be missing through suspension. So you know, you can never say never in football, as, as we know to our <laughs> cost. But uh, you know, everything is there tomorrow for. A hopefully, a comfortable victory if we, if we approach it in the right manner and with given we've got the new management team, yeah. as, as uh, Graham mentioned for, for next season. You know, also for Paul, Simi and Barry. You know, the, the players will want to to do their best for yeah. them, give them a, a cup run, at least get through to hopefully the next round. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident. Right
1: then, let's unanimously confident. That always worries me, but I think I feel the, the same. I think we're all we're all feeling fairly confident confident about tomorrow. But of course, there's plenty of interest for the North East as well uh, in the cup tomorrow. One game uh, is of course for Martin United who take on uh, Premiership side Motherwell. Let's hear from for Martin boss Paul Lawson. If we approach things
2: the right way and, and play to our full potential, and hopefully Motherwell have an off day uh, slightly. You never know. Um, I think obviously Broa showed that. Um, but we'll need a and maybe you know, substitutes included to to make sure we're at the top of our game and, and you never know what can happen. and let us say I've been on the end of, of both good and bad cut shock, so it certainly can happen. Um, and it, it would be it would be special and I think for the boys now it's the reward is not only to beat a Premier League club but the opportunity to, to keep playing games
1: yeah it's a huge game for, for Martin tomorrow Andrew there's no doubt about that and obviously Motherwell you've got Premiership opposition a, a good team when they're playing well maybe not in the best form we've seen over the last few years but certainly still a very very difficult proposition for for Martin
3: hugely difficult for, for Martin potentially tomorrow could be the end of their season because mm. if they lose there's no Highland League to, to go back to and, and play on should we mm. say
1: congratulations to
3: Royal yeah, Rangers congratulations on, on the title team <laughs>
4: to win the title after three
3: games, but I yeah. think it was the, the right in, decision. In a, in a league where Thistle didn't even play any games it's but a, it's absolutely yeah. the right decision you had to have a champion to go forward to the playoffs, yeah. and based on the last two seasons there's no more worthy side mm. of, of that honour than... Based uh, on last Rora. week's result, <laughs> to yeah. be honest, just about. Yeah, just indeed. It's, uh, yeah. it's incredible. But but for but... Martin, I mean, it, it's, it's a free hit, basically. Nobody expects them to get the better of Motherwell. If... Um, Uh, Graham Alexander's side come up and do what we hope Aberdeen do tomorrow, Mm. then there can only be one winner, and that will be the the men from Fir Park. But we wish uh, Paul and Russell Anderson and all the rest of them uh, out at Fir Martin every success. Uh, Just go out there, make a game of it, guys. Uh, Do yourselves proud, but ultimately, I'm afraid, if I was a betting man, I'd have to say tomorrow will be the last game of the season for, for Martin.
1: Yeah, let's just talk about broader Rangers because it's off the back of that incredible win, Dave, against Hearts where, um, well, I think the Hearts hangover continued last weekend with a, with another fairly shocking result from their perspective. Um, but what a result that was and also just the confidence that that gives and also just getting the official confirmation that they can play in that that playoff, that potential chance to, to, to move into League 2, something they didn't want previously but it looks like that's going to be a, there for them as well. And again, tomorrow at home to Stranraer, you have to say they've got a real good chance.
4: Well, I would think Broer are going into that game as favourites in, in many eyes because uh, you know they, they've had the rest since the, the Hearts game. Uh, Stranraer, I've got the journey and a half to get there <laughs> to anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> and uh, so I, I quite fan, but and Brewer as you mentioned, will be high as kites. You know, being awarded the the title, they know the playoffs to to come, and uh, you know, I, I could see what may be seen by some as a shock mm. result up at Brodo, and I, I hope so.
1: Yeah, it would be incredible for Brora to make it to the last 16 uh, of the Scottish Cup It would be incredible for for any team I think outside of the the top two leagues really But particularly Brora Rangers But they are a very strong side
3: They are a strong side There's no getting away from it Um, I I think that had they had the playoffs last season They would have got into League 2 And I could have seen them do the same as Cove Rangers did in League 2 And this season they would have been a League 1 side And then the, the surprise element would have been reduced quite a fair bit but they're an excellent team uh, I strongly fancy them uh, against onrar and then they'll be looking and saying well hey if we can get a home draw we'll fancy anybody got yeah, uh, to do- a a be
1: got to be looking at that if you're bro and thinking well let's get through this but then as andrew said you probably you probably you get the right draw you've got a real good chance
4: definitely it's a place that nobody will fancy going to and uh, nobody will be able to find it <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the Highland clubs also good luck to the Broch tomorrow yeah they've got a very difficult game at home to Montrose yeah sure they will do the Highland league proud it's it's a
1: tough game because Montrose again a solid team that that no that level and, and above pretty well and they, they tend to kind of grind out results when they need to
3: Stuart petrie has got a decent side there and then Graham Webster they've got a proven goal scorer and that could be the difference because uh, Fraser but I haven't played because of the Highland League not really happening at all this season they only just were pipped at the post for the championship and goal difference uh, but um, uh, again for the Brock um, I really can't make a a strong case for them progressing but I would love to be proved wrong but just getting back to to Brora Mm. I think they'll know that they're going to be playing Brechin City in the the playoffs the way things are going unless Brechin can produce something remarkable over the the last few games in the season Mm. and Brora will strongly fancy their chances of getting into senior football and then it could be that Brechin City become a Highland League side
4: yeah. Of course, Brechin managed player manager Michael Payton, who, another yeah. one that, to be honest, knowing Michael when he was a player at Petordi, he was not one that sprang to mind as he's going to become a manager, but uh, hopefully they will manage to turn it around, but unfortunately I mean they, they were up against Elgin midweek mm. and they lost 2-1, and that seems to be the way of things, despite, I think, the six new signings yeah. in the... Since before the restart, but it's not looking good for them. I always think of Brechin, uh, you know, as as being a fairly solid
1: League One, top of League Two kind. Of, I never really see them as being that struggling as much as they have been recently.
3: No, um, they're a, a really well-run club. Um, lovely, friendly people down there. And congratulations by the way to Connor Barden on loan from Aberdeen. Scored a, a very good goal against Elgin City. His first senior professional goal. Um, but. Uh, uh, they've really struggled since the season that they got promoted through the playoffs to the championship and they just weren't ready for it and yeah. since then it has been a downward spiral uh, for Brechin City which is a, a great shame because they've been a, a club who have been great friends to Aberdeen Football Club we've played a lot of reserve games down there yeah. you always get a great welcome and I'll tell you you get a lovely spread of food <laughs> half-time, oh, half-time. which is a big attraction for Andrew <laughs> I, spent, I
4: spent, spent a season uh, down
1: there covering games. And uh, it was the one thing I will say was never as cold as it is at Gayfield. <laughs> and that was one of the, That's definitely one of the positives. Uh, we're going to talk about Cove Rangers, who of course play play Rangers on Sunday evening. A weird kick off time, six thirty, I think it is. But we're going to talk about that in just a minute. As well as that, we got beat. The pundit. Uh, how are you feeling about the? Because
4: we're going to take on all the games in the Scottish I, Cup. I, I, th- <laughs> I think, if I remember right, this was Andrew's suggestion. Which, given how far behind everybody <laughs> else he is, is probably a, a real chance to see. get a barrel of the points or not yeah well we'll find out we'll find out
1: so that's still to come and we'll hear from Cove Rangers boss Paul Hartley in just a minute
0: it's time to talk football it's time to talk dance North Sound 1 Red Friday
1: yeah, Dumbarton against the Dons. 12-15 kickoff tomorrow in the Scottish Cup and on Sunday evening it's Cove Rangers heading to Glasgow to play league winners Rangers and Paul Hartley is realistic about the challenge ahead.
4: Real quality throughout the team. Stephen Gerrard's put a, a, an excellent team together. It's took them two or three years to put that team together. They've got a real style, how they play. Play with a lot of speed, a lot of aggression. Quite have got to go there and just... I know people say enjoy it, yeah you do You, you will enjoy it if you can get the right result so We're up against it Try and go there with a game plan uh, Try and put a good performance in Try and do ourselves proud um, I've got some good players here I've got to try and balance the team Pick the right team because 48 hours later I'm at Clyde which, In the league which is the most important for us
0: North Sound 1 Red Friday I think he says it all
1: there, Andrew, when he says 48 hours later we're at at Clyde, and I think that's exactly what you're you're both talking about. Is these congested fixture lists for a lot of these teams right now?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's... I suppose it's the only way you can get the league played uh, to a conclusion Uh, but it it does mean that when you you draw a big side in the cup you've got to have more than one eye on your next league game because ultimately that's your bread and butter, that's your chance of of winning something. Yeah, it's great to go to to a place like Ibrox, it's very different obviously this season because there's no crowd there Mm. Uh, but uh, it'll be a good experience for for the Cove players and like with uh, for Martin and with Fraser but it's a free hit for them mm-hmm. um nobody will be expecting uh Cove Rangers to take the, the of broader Rangers as the major upset makers of the Scottish Cup but hey it would be lovely wouldn't
1: it <laughs> so it would be certainly be uh, <laughs> a headline worthy for a long time to come uh, do you think it would do you think that there's anything they can do uh, obviously win the game but is there anything that they can do before before they, he, before they head out onto the pitch or is there any, how do they do it I mean what do they do to get the better of Rangers because no one else other than St Mirren in the Cups actually managed it
4: yeah I mean as uh, Paul said it's uh, more than a tall order and and his priority is the Clyde game on on Tuesday, so it's just a case of uh, putting up a good show. I mean, mm. I, I don't think anybody, and you know, I'm sure Paul, in, in his heart of hearts, probably thinks there's not. Much chance of an upset, but that, you know, if you go with the right attitude, it's 11 against 11, usual uh, old cliches that uh, go there with the right attitude and uh, try and frustrate Rangers because Rangers have got better players. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's going to be very difficult for them. I mean, they will, I would imagine Rangers
1: will rotate their squad, but the problem is they're not really, the quality doesn't particularly reduce.
3: It doesn't. Um, they will be without Calvin Barsi and. Uh, Zungu and Nathan Patterson as well Um, so they're slightly weakened but as you say they've got so much strength and depth that um, they should have too much for Cove but um, I I think the the simple answer to the question how do Cove get the better of Rangers is score more goals than them. That's
1: easier <laughs> said than done though. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to find out whether Dave thinks uh, Cove Rangers will score more goals than Rangers. Uh, it's time for Beat the Pundit. Last week it was Callum from the Red Tinted Glasses podcast. How did Callum get on? He lost
3: 5-4, so well, Dave's one. winning run goes on. So 15 and a half, 13 and a half. There's clear daylight between Dave and
1: his challenge. Well, let's find out this week if Kieran can go one better And it's Kieran
5: having a go, it's a bumper Scottish Cup edition So we're going to do all the games Here we go Yes, Mike, taking on Dave tonight is Don's fan Kieran Ross County versus Inverness, your score predictions for that one? Probably a
2: 2-1 finish to Ross County
5: Moving on to Saturday, early kickoff for the Dons Dumbarton versus Aberdeen, your score predictions for that one?
2: With the new backroom staff and manager I reckon Aberdeen's got to win 3-0
5: Air United versus Clyde.
2: I think Air will win two nothing. Brora against Stranraer. Broga two Stranraer one. I think Dundee against St Johnston. I reckon St Johnston will edge this one out with a two one victory.
5: Dundee United against Partick Thistle.
2: Dundee three Partick
5: Thistle one. East Fife against Morton. Morton to win two nothing. Forfar Athletic against Edinburgh City. I think Forfar's going to win two nothing against Edinburgh. For Martin United against Motherwell.
2: I think this one will be a big score, so I'm going. To go 5 nothing to Motherwell Fraserburgh against Montrose Montrose will win
5: 3-1 Hamilton against St Mirren
2: Hamilton's recent form they'll edge it 2-1 Livingston versus Wraith Rovers Livingston will win
5: 3-1 Stenhouse-Muir
2: against Kilmarnock I think Kilmarnock will win 2-0 Celtic against Falkirk I think Falkirk will go there with a fight but I still think Celtic will win 4-1
5: and on Sunday, we have Rangers against Cove Rangers. There's score predictions for that one. I
2: think with the way Rangers have played attacking-wise they'll stroll this 6 nothing.
5: and the final fixture on Monday Queen of the South versus Hibernian Your score predictions for that one I think Hibs will
1: win 4-1 right then we've got all the predictions and it's now your turn Dave so I'm going to go through these and then we'll we'll chat about one or two of them but um, there are a few games yeah. so we'll fly through it starting with tonight's game of course it's Highland Derby Ross County Inverness Cali Thistle 2-2 at 90 minutes uh, it's Saturday I should just add that exactly what you just said there are all these games over 90 minutes uh, it's Saturday of course the early kick off is Dumbarton against the Dons no nope. Four. Air United, Clyde. 2-1, uh, Air. Brora Rangers, at home to Stranraer. 2-0, no Brora. Dundee, St Johnston. Uh. As with Kieran, 1-2. Uh, Partick Thistle, they visit Dundee United. 2-0 United. East Fife at home to Morton. 1-1. for Athletic host Edinburgh City. 1-1. Motherwell are in the northeast to play for Martin United. Uh,
4: happy to be proved wrong on this one, but 1-3. One OK, Fraserburgh at home to Montrose. Likewise, 0-3. Hamilton hosts St Mirren. 1-0
1: Hamilton. Livingston at home to Wraith. 2-1 Livy. And Killie visits Stenhouse Muir. 2-0 uh, Killie. Celtic at home, late kick-off against Falkirk. 3-0 Celtic. Then on Sunday, 6.30 kick-off, it's Rangers against Cove Rangers. 4-0 Rangers. And on Monday, the one remaining game, Queen of the South against Hibernian. 1-3. Right, OK. I mean, there's a, there's a lot to talk about there. Andrew, just for the games, uh, let's talk about tonight's game, because it's a huge one, uh, Ross County Vanessa Cali, a game that we haven't seen enough recently, and um, it'll be entertaining. It will be. Um, there's no love lost between the
3: sides. Uh, John Hughes Will be looking to use the cup as a springboard for an upturn in Ross County's form going into the the final games of the season. Uh, and Carly Thistle themselves, you know, no John Robertson, so it's Neil McCann and Billy Dodds in charge. Uh, a very interesting loan signing in Scott Allen. Mm, if if yes. they can get an in fit Scott Allen, what a lift that can be for them. So mm. um, I think it'll be very close, but I think County might just edge it.
1: OK, then, of course, tomorrow uh, we've got a whole host of games. Um, Dave, going to get your thoughts on a couple of them. Just looking at some of the, the tricky ones, they're Dungeon United at home to Partick Thistle.
4: Yeah, um, again, I think Partick, the lack of games might prove decisive in this when United at home, they'll fancy their chances of, you know, getting... A fair distance in the cup, so that's why I've gone for two 0 for United. But it, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's close from that. To be honest, yeah. I'd,
1: well, Dundee, uh, just it's really weird seeing Dundee and Dundee United both at home in a fixture list. That that is something I had to t- double take and make sure I hadn't got that wrong. But uh, obviously, without the fans, it's, things are different. But Dundee at home to St Johnston, that's a tricky one for St Johnston as well. It's you a, have to say.
4: Yeah, Kieran and myself have both gone for two one St Johnston, but it's one of these games you wouldn't be completely shocked if it ended up. For the, the home side getting through.
1: Yeah, Andrew, your thoughts on the two Dundee teams? Tricky games for both of them, but for different reasons.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think Dundee United. Uh, I saw enough from them against Aberdeen to suggest that they'll they'll get the better of Partick. Uh, Dundee, they blow hot and cold, don't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, if they're in form, it will be very close, but. I just think Callum Davidson has, has got something going there at St Johnston that, uh, you know, from nowhere they managed to get themselves into the top six. They've won the the Betfred League Cup. I can yeah. see them going a distance in the Scottish Cup. So I've, I fancy St Johnston to win that derby match.
1: Uh, just looking at all the other games as, as one, because we've touched on most of them, what one, or is there another game there, Dave, that interests you that you've got one eye on thinking about how that might end?
4: I think Hamilton St Mirren is one to look out for because it's two. Too- sides that are um, in the the bottom six in the in the Premiership, and they'll be playing each other again in the league in a few few weeks' time. Yeah. It's going to be very tight, and again, it's another one that you can really. So sort of pick whichever result you like, and it could be true. But I've gone for a narrow Hamilton win, just with the plastic advantage.
1: Yeah, Andrew. For you, what's the game outside of the ones we've talked about? That I you
3: think Queen of um, the South, Hibbs, um, mm-hmm. Queen of the South at home on their artificial surface. Um, you know the the beat Hearts as you mentioned at Tynecastle in the league last week. Yeah, Connor Shields is playing some really good football for them. Uh, I think it'll be a hard game for Hibs but. You do fancy Hibs just because there's they've got greater strength and depth. But it wouldn't surprise me if, if there was a, a wee upset there. Elsewhere, um, Edinburgh City at Four for Athletic um, might just be a a lower league side beating the higher league side. Um, mm-hmm. and Livingston Wraith Rovers, Wraith Rovers you know, absolutely battered than Firmland last week, and if they can keep that form going, they could make life difficult for Livy. But Livy have just got their mojo back in, yeah. in the last couple of weeks, so some some decent looking ties and. There's- the, the big boost is though for the
1: whole of Scottish football we've got Scottish Cup ties. oh I know it's, it's, it's such a, a nice thing to be able to talk about just very quickly then Andrew your prediction for the big one for us of course is Dumbarton against the Dons
3: I'm going for 3-0 I'm not quite as optimistic as, as Dave never have been I mean Dave's <laughs> predicted you? some ludicrous victories for Aberdeen <laughs> down the years but I, I think we're strong enough that um, we can win it yeah. by a, a three goal margin
1: you went for 4-0 yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, of course, all will be revealed by around about 2 o'clock tomorrow, which, incidentally is when Red Saturday starts right here on North Sound 1. Myself and Cheryl will be reflecting on that, plus keeping you up to date with all the other games, particularly keeping an eye on the Fraserburgh game and for Martin United at home to Motherwell. That's two o'clock right here on North Sound 1. Remember, you can download Red Friday as a podcast as well, and as well as that, you can listen again at northsound1.com. The news is on the way in just a minute.
0: North Sound 1. Red Friday.